When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Tennessee falls to the top-ranked Georgia Bulldogs, 38-10 to the final score. I'm Eric Kane alongside Brett Hubbs and Austin Price. Um, Austin, just not Tennessee's day in this one. Tennessee uh, got the, the great start. Again, it was a 75-yard touchdown run from Jalen Wrights. Couldn't envision a, a better start there, but it was, it was downhill from there. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it was kind of like the Clinton game from Friday night, right? Clinton jumps up 14 nothing, and then really doesn't do a whole lot after that. No. Tennessee offensively, after the big 75-yard run by Wright, um, you know, just kind of sputtered. And, and, you know, they were throwing behind the sticks. Yeah, you know, throwing a lot. You know, you know they, they don't work the middle of the field a whole lot. Joe missed on a couple of deep balls. And, um, you know, I, I thought actually some of the younger receivers didn't, didn't play bad. I thought Nimrod had a solid game. Caleb Webb, same thing. Um, but Tennessee just, you know, you know, can't punch it in. They had multiple opportunities on Georgia's side of the 50 in the second half. Came away empty. I mean, you know, couldn't run it. The offensive line, you know, was uh, missing several key pieces. The one thing I don't like is, you know, Gerald Mincy couldn't go in the football game, but yet once Dane Davis actually had a, you know, you know, fairly significant. Yeah, I'm sorry. An emergency deal. losing by four touchdowns in the fourth quarter is not an emergency. Yeah, so like that to me, like, like Brian Grant, yeah. go play football. Yeah, that that to me just doesn't that that, that doesn't smell pass the smell test for me. Yeah, you know, um, you know, again, I don't understand the rotations. I don't understand Jalen Wright. You know, gets a 75 yard touchdown run, then gets one carry on the next series, and I get it. Like they've had their little rotation all year. It's kind of like two, then two, and then they go back to the other guy. But tonight they worked in a, a, an extra Dylan Sampson series. Before they ever went back to Jalen Wright, so he went series one two and then didn't come back till series six, which was like a minute to go in the first half. Like I, I don't really grasp all that. Um, I didn't get grasp their defensive rotations. Um, you know, at this point in the year, like why is Ricky Gibson not playing? I mean, I, if you ask anybody over here, they go, "Well, he played. He played in the fourth quarter. Yeah, down forty. Like I mean, like where was he at in the third quarter? Where was he at in the second quarter to spell a guy? Like you know, at some point you got to start playing some of these younger guys." Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, no, I, I mean, I'm with you. I mean, I, you went I, on there for a little bit there. I know. <laughs> I, hey, listen, they, they've not killed the filibuster in, in the in the in the House or Senate yet, so I figured, why not? Well, you you you, you sort of started preaching a little bit like I did on, on the Millbank podcast on Thursday. You know, I, I don't I don't understand why I'm all for the rotation, but the rotation did not factor in that you scrolled your first play from scrimmage. Right, so yeah, I, 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 that's where I agree. That, with that's you. you know, if if he'd have gotten eight carries, you know, like he did at Virginia to open the game, yeah, I'm and, with and you. And then okay, but I don't understand the rotation when the guys clearly should not be winded after yeah. a couple of carries in, in the football game. Um, so, so that listen, let me also say this too, because I don't want somebody to listen to this and go, well, this that there. George is the best team in the country. I've said that it's not close, in my opinion. We'll see when they get challenged. We'll see how Alabama plays against them in the championship game. Move that. I think Georgia's very complete. Um, you know, Beck is playing really well. They're protecting really well. Uh, Georgia's really good. To me, as a Tennessee fan leaving the stadium tonight, I would be 
man, what an opportunity missed at Florida. What an opportunity missed at Alabama. What an opportunity missed at Missouri. Yeah. You know, that, that, that you're kind of reminded of those when you play this team. Because you're like not winning this, this game. But yeah, yeah, you were going to win this game. Yeah. Now, the other question that you have as a fan is how far away is Tennessee? Okay. But at the same time, too, how far is away from everybody, is everybody else from catching Georgia, right? Yeah, long way away. Which is what we were discussing about recruits. Kind of what's recruits' reaction when a game like this yeah. happens, right, yeah. yeah, and Hubs walked up there, and he, he's like, he's like, and I said, you're right if you want to head to head with Georgia. But if you're going to head to head with anybody else, like, I mean, like, everybody kept saying, yeah, but it was Georgia. Nobody beats Georgia. Go look, watch the George McIntyre interview. I mean, Ole, like, Ole nothing Miss. to sneeze out here. I mean, everybody loses. He said, everybody loses to Georgia. Like, like, no. so, I mean, like, I think recruits are smarter than, you know, a lot of them are, smarter than you, and most people give them credit for. And so they understand, like, you know, hey, this, you know, this is Georgia. Again, I, I get it. Different place and time. Tennessee's coming off 11 and 2 and, and, and everything. And, and Auburn's coming off a coaching change. But, you know, you lost 38 to 10 to Georgia. Auburn lost at home to New Mexico State 31 10. That's two years in a row. New Mexico State has beaten Hugh Freeze, as pointed out by Paul Fortenberry yeah. on the Ball at the Beast podcast. Um, he's having enough guts to pick New Mexico <laughs> State. But the point is, like, I mean, perspective says, you know, it could be worse, right? If Tennessee wins next week, they're eight and four, and I get it. They, they let them get, they let a couple get away. They did, right? And I still think it comes back to offensive line has not been, has been, has been good in the run game. Has been, you know, a couple suspect a couple other places. Um, you know, obviously you missed Cooper the first part of the year, and then I just don't think Joe makes enough plays in the red zone. He's fine from 20 to 20 because he can wind that big arm up and he can, you know, throw those bullet passes. I mean, the fourth down throw down here at the four tonight or seven or wherever they were, you know, that that was a microcosm of Joe. Like he, he throws something that needed to be thrown at probably 70 or 80% and throws it 170%. And it ricocheted off the wall in the background and, you know, it was so loud, people yelled, shots! <laughs> a couple of uh, themes in the night. Uh, one, one of the biggest and most glaring one is is third down. The lack of stopping Georgia on third down where Georgia was. At one point in time, 8 of 11, I think Georgia finished uh, going, um, let's see here, third down, 9 of 13. And then Tennessee was just 2 of 11. And, I mean, Beck made some plays. He scrambled for some. Uh, Brock Bowers made some plays. Uh, Tennessee... Brent, uh, again, I heard you at halftime when I was walking down the hallway. You were like, there wasn't many third and ones, third and twos in that first half. I mean, there wasn't. Tennessee did a good job winning first and second down, forcing it third, mid, third to long. Tennessee just had no answers whatsoever in getting off the field. And then vice versa, Tennessee couldn't extend drives whatsoever. Two of 11 um, on the offensive end as well. If you can't win third down offensively or defensively, you're not going to be a good football team. You're certainly not going to win a game where you're a, a big underdog. No, you're exactly right. And what happens when you do do that is you give up too many points. Okay, and they gave up too many points at Missouri because they couldn't get off the field. No, yeah. they gave up too many points tonight because they couldn't get off the field. Uh, in the last two games, they've given up five quarterback scrambles for first downs, uh, which is something that nobody really done to them all year, but it's happened to them the last two games. And uh, conversely, you're not going to score points and help your defense out if you can't stay on the field. And you go back and look at it, they had a third and two early in the game in the first quarter. They throw a slant to Squirrel White. Ball's accuracy is not where it needs to be. Incomplete, you got to punt. If you're going to knock off the – you don't have to make every third down, right? Yeah. You don't. You just can't but, go three and out but, all the time. But you have to make some of them. 
Third and two, you gotta you, you gotta have a beater there, right? You gotta be able to win. The, the, it was open, but you gotta execute that. Okay? In the second half, they get to three and out to start on defense, which is what you're trying to do to get back in the game, right? Yeah. You got a chance to cut it to a one score. They're facing third and eleven. Georgia doesn't blitz because they didn't blitz all night. They dropped into coverage all night long, basically, and said, Joe, let's see if you can beat us. They get Squirrel White on an over route on third and eleven. He's got a step, step and a half on the DB, and the ball's overthrown by five yards. Well, maybe that's nitpicking on two plays, but if you're going to knock off the top-ranked team in the country, when those plays like that present themselves, they have to make those plays, and Tennessee hasn't done that. And they really haven't done it the last two weeks. Okay, Now, at Missouri, it was a fumble late in the first <coughs> half that really got things derailed, but, but this is a Tennessee team and this high-powered offense. They've put... 17 points on the board in the last eight quarters of football. And I know there's going to be a lot of criticism of the defense and justifiable for the last two weeks. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. But if you just said going into the season, hey, you're going to have two SEC games where you just go to score a total of 17 points, everybody would have said, well, we lost both of those games. Yeah. And that's exactly what's happened. Anyway, you want to spin it. I mean, Tennessee's offense has not scored enough points. Tennessee's offense in SEC play has not been good. Tennessee in the red zone in SEC play has been abysmal. Um, it's been bad. It's been really, really bad. So defense for sure deserves a lot of criticism. But, I mean, the offense, especially the last two weeks. Because back in 2021, you weren't winning these games, but you were scoring points and making things interesting. And Which goes back to what? At least it does for me. Go quarterback. quarterback. Yeah, it goes I mean, back to quarterback. I love Joe, man. Joe, Joe the person is great. You know, and, and there's he sure shows flashes at time at times. The last two weeks, I mean, like at the end of the day, he's the quarterback of a team that scored 17 points the last two weeks. Yeah. At, at the end of the day, it, 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 no matter what you think, no matter you know, you can say it might be the offensive line, might be the whatever. He's the quarterback, and mm-hmm. you know, you get the blame and, and the praise when sometimes it's not warranted on either. But yet, you know, that's kind of how it works. And, and thought he improved a lot kind of midway through the season, accuracy, touch, running the football and all that. And then, again, the last two weeks, it's, kind of, it's, it's like it's kind of a race. It's like all the progress you made, it's it's kind of like all for naught because it's been so bad the last two well, weeks. You go, I mean, go back. I mean, you, if you think about just second half at Alabama, and then the last two games, I mean, they've scored 17 points. Yeah, and, and two and a half games. Yeah, and two and a half games because you didn't get anything done against Alabama. And all three losses. You know, and, and, it, and it's one of those deals where uh, you're right, quarterback gets too much credit, gets too much blame, but good quarterback play is essential for success yeah, and, in college football. And then Hypo indicated that, you know, they've, they've now moved on to where, they, you know, it's to the point of the season where they're, you know, going to redshirt Nico. Now they can. 
because you know he, he can play next week. That's game four, and then he can play in the bowl game because that they passed the legend, they passed the rule last year. So like in theory, like you know, let's say Georgia has a kid, they if the kids played four games, can play the SEC championship game, college football playoff one, national championship game. He could play seven games and still be able to redshirt. So do you do you think Tennessee did not play Nico the last two games because they were redshirting him? Do you think that was the plan? I don't think that's what they intended to do, but I think that's the easy talk now since they're asked about it. Okay. Okay. I was just curious. I mean, I don't. I mean, it didn't necessarily matter tonight. Um, but you know, there was a point in time in the Missouri game you could have got him on the field again, and, and in some in some scoreboard meaningless snaps. But for for Nico, some some yeah road game snaps. Right. I mean, like snaps. the first right. time he's going to go play a game that's outside the friendly confines here will be technically next year in Charlotte against NC State, but most likely the first road environment will be at Norman, Oklahoma. He could have got, I know it's not the same, but it, it, fourth quarter, meaningless stuff, but it still would have mattered, I think. I, 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 you know, For me, I just, if Nico, you, you know, he's got the big NIL deal, everybody talks about that, right? If he is who everybody expects him to be, he's not going to be here five years. So, you know, I I think there's no excuse for him not playing a lot of, not a lot of football, but unless the family wanted him to do yeah, so. And if that's the case, I mean, yeah, maybe so. nobody knows, right? But but but, but you also are having coaching staff on the record back in August is saying we have no plans. To exactly. Like there, there, to my point, like there, there should be no reason he's he's redshirting. He's going to redshirt now because it makes sense. But there should be no reason for that. He should have been playing a lot of more snaps and, and some other games this season. Anyway. Um, you know, football doesn't feel sorry for you. Josh Hoppel said that a couple of times, but my God, Brent, Tennessee is banged up right now. You look at the end of the football game, you had uh, Jeremiah Crawford, you had Ollie Lang, Cooper Mays, you had Jackson Lampley, and you had um, Gerald Mincy who came in who wasn't healthy enough to start the football game. Um, you had that offensive line. You had Will Brooks to play pretty much the entire game, all but about. And two honestly, or three played snaps. pretty solid. I, I saw I saw I a mean, couple of plays where I was where I was impressed. He got with off them. a couple of blocks and made a tackle, and I mean. Yeah, I I don't really understand. Like you've got all these scholarships. I thought Brandon Turnage could have slid down there. It's your three. It's yeah. your three, and we talked about this pregame over. It's your three, and you had two walk-ons basically play the whole game tonight, and one on offense and one on defense. And I mean, to me, it's it's like you know, what are they doing with some of these younger, talented guys, scholarship guys? Why? Why? What's the what's the disconnect? Like I know, I, I kind of know what the disconnect is on the offensive line. The secondary is a little bit more of a myth to me, um, but you know, it, it's it's a head scratch. Well, well and, and I think the question now becomes: Look, you got you got another game to play. Okay, Vanderbilt's not going to feel sorry for you. You got to be go ready. You got to be ready to play Vanderbilt next week. Okay, how do you a make sure your team is ready to play, and, and b how do you manage? How do you manage the games moving forward, right? I mean, is, is, is this a situation where guys are going to be a lot healthier next week? Or are you going to be in a situation where you're still kind of where you are with, with some of these guys next week? And, and how do you manage next week's game and then going into the bowl game? I think that's, a, that, that's an answer I don't have tonight on this podcast. No. Uh, and I'm not flushing the Georgia game. I just think Georgia and Tennessee could play ten times and Georgia's going to win all ten of them. Okay. That they, I mean, they're better. Right? I'm convinced. They're, they're better. I'm convinced both Campbell and Mincy play next week. Yeah, I think this was. I, I, I'm not even gonna go there. I, I, so I'm just wondering, how do you manage? Do you play Nico next week? Is there a plan to get him in the in, in the deal? What, what do you do in the secondary with some of those guys? I think that's going to be something that's interesting to watch 
ne- next week? Do, do you how do you rotate guys? You know, in this game next week, and what do you do with the bowl game with some of these guys? Obviously, it's senior day. Joe's going to start. I know people are going to be clamoring. I mean, you're going to start your seniors, and you're going to play play the game with the seniors. I'm just curious to see how you're going to manage your rotation within the game with some of these guys uh, at, at various positions. I think that's going to be an interesting story. By, by, by the way, equally as dumb tonight on the all fronts is, is Carson Beck being in the game. Throwing the ball yeah. with eight minutes to go, up thirty points. Like, I agree. I mean, like, you, you, like, you're trying to go no, three no. feet. You're trying to go to the playoffs. I mean, you're the like, best team in the country. Just bad, bad and, and then when they put, you know, they let him hand off. Like Brock Vandergriff can hand off. Brock, Brock, if Brock Vandergriff is you know, who you recruited him to be as the number two, he can't run the offense when you're backed up down to the four yard line. You're oh, but, that was, but that's all. That's all it was about. Was because they were backed up at the. Four. Who cares? That's I mean, coaches, but he should have been. But he should have been in the, pl- the but, series but, before. But, but we're sitting here going, and we're, we're sitting here. I agree with you, but we're sitting here saying, why, why are you rotating running backs when you're you're when when, when RB one has one carry for seventy five yards or yeah, two no. carries for for seventy eight yards? Why are you rotating that? It's like Hunter Dance in there handing the ball off when they're up by fifty last night. You know, in the, in the red zone. Like I didn't get that either. I, and Just everybody's amazing. going, who's Hunter Dan? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying that to Austin Price. He's a Knox West quarterback. But, yeah. but, but it, you know, it's one of those deals where um, you're right. I mean, it, it doesn't make a lot of sense. But personnel decisions and things coaches do are, 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 are can be some head scratchers. You know, like, yeah. like Georgia, I'll give Kirby Smart credit. That was a smart timeout he called at the end of the first half. Because they were getting ready to go zero. Yep, and they were going to make a throw and, to the end and, zone. And come all out and give Tennessee a chance to, to have a throw to the end zone. Mm-hmm. He calls timeout. They come out, and they've got six guys lined up across the, the, the back line of the end zone. And Joe did what he should have done yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Hit the it, brick wall. It looked ugly. Like, you know, whatever, but there's no point in yeah. throwing something eight yards underneath and hoping that guy slides down in time. Or throwing ten yards and hoping you slide well, down to get the clock stopped. Yeah, I mean it, it, it was a touchdown or it was done. It was a touchdown or incompletion. You can't take a sack. You can't throw it in front of the end zone because again, right? Like again, so, it, it looked ugly, but that was one hundred percent the right. So thing to it do. was a terrible call initially by Georgia. They fixed it with the timeout, and then Tennessee did the right thing by just throwing it out of bounds yeah. to ensure the three points at, at that point in time. But again, what, what do I say sometimes? Too many meetings. Sometimes you got too many meetings, and you're getting so many meetings for so many hours, you talk yourself into all kinds of stuff. This guy's not good enough, or this guy is good enough. You can't play him, and this, that. And all of a sudden, guy gets out there, he holds his own. No. Andre Turntide held his own tonight. He did. Was he great? No. I mean, he, he had a really beat, nice he got, play. He got beat on the halfback pass, but I mean, he, he, wasn't, he wasn't a train wreck at safety tonight for Tennessee, in my no, opinion. Not at all. Hey, that. that Whatever the hell his name is, that Dylan guy from Georgia, Dylan Bale. I mean, I mean, what? Who had him on your bingo card? He threw a touchdown, caught a touchdown. It was like one of the leading receivers. He had seven receptions for 145 yards coming into the night. Well, and he took all of Lad McConkey's yeah, yeah. reps tonight because they didn't play McConkey. Yeah. yeah. And again, that's that's where they are. When when Brock Bowers went out, they didn't miss a beat. McConkey's out, they don't miss a beat. Mm-hmm. They're deep. They're talented. They're good, and they should. They should win the whole thing. But the question is, what's Tennessee? where's Tennessee at? Mentally, where, where are they moving forward for next week? And then obviously a bold destination somewhere. Yeah, uh, to your point just a moment ago, I, I said it last week, and I'll continue to say it. Um, I, I usually have a plan to go in there. I mean, especially now to where it doesn't matter if he plays or not. 
Nico should play next week. Nico should get some series. And I agree. Joe starts, Joe's starting quarterback all that senior day. Nico should play. And I, I think that's pr- pretty obvious. Uh, with You want to secure a win. Don't get me wrong. You want to secure a win. But, I mean, might as well get them some reps before next season. That's the way I look at it. Tennessee has got to respond, respond the right way, take care of business. Senior day next week against Vanderbilt. What, the holiday between now and then and Thanksgiving? So a lot going on. But going to finish the right way, and we'll see what happens this week as Tennessee is coming off now a 38-10 to loss to Georgia here at Neyland Stadium. I'm Eric Kane alongside Austin Price. Brent Hubbs, stay tuned to VolQuest.com for plenty of post-game reaction here from Neyland Stadium. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.